1: Hello, all of you Broadway Breakdowners. I am one half of your hosts, Matt Koplick. And today is a very special day because I finally kicked John Wiscavige to the curb. I had enough of his shenanigans... He cried a little, but it did nothing for me because I'm a stone-cold bitch. And joining me today instead is Mr. Morgan Reynolds. Hello! Hello, Morgan! I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. And I'm hoping this isn't a mistake like when I decided to start a podcast with John Miscavige.
0: Honestly, though, listen, John Miscavige, I know you're listening right now, and I love and adore you beyond words can't wait to see you in the
1: Frozen tour as Elsa. <laughs> um, it's going to be great, clearly. It's, it's It'll be a sight for gay eyes. Uh, we are doing another round of my new favorite segment on this show, My Obsession. Woo! Yes, uh, you know and love it very well if you listen to... Miss Allie Gordon with Corum Boy, Mr. Kevin Duda with Broadway Patterns. Uh, today, we have Morgan Reynolds talking about his Broadway obsession. And why should we listen to Morgan Reynolds' Broadway obsession? Well, I'll tell you why. Mr. Reynolds has done something that only John Miscavige has been able to do. I'm still trying to figure it out. And that is go viral with Broadway content. Listen, I w- <laughs> let's use the word viral. Yes! Very. Um, let's uh, put that on the shallow side. I'm using it in a very slutty sense, meaning that I, I... I give it out to everyone.
0: I mean, like, and viral in the Broadway community is really just a couple K. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, we're not going millions here. We're just trying to get a very couple niche. K- a, a couple K, guys. Oh Listen, God. that's all I'm looking for. A couple no. of, like, niche market jokes, but usually containing a Jen Cody <laughs> reference. And, like, Call it in a
1: day. It's you know? true. Broadway content is like the kinky boots of viralness where you have your niche market. Tiny. That was I know that sounded Australian, but then again, so did half the cast of kinky it. boots. Oh. Morgan's content, everybody, is Broadway ASMR. Now what is Broadway ASMR? Well, like and Morgan. that I, listen, you know, I just like pump out
0: anything on the internet that's going to get my face seen, and also more so Ooh, just Morgan
1: wrong wording. I
0: know that's so me
1: too, me too, Morgan.
0: <laughs> I know, but like, um, well, because like I've been putting out random video covers and and stuff on YouTube just mm-hmm. for like keeping me busy. Sure, but then when this whole ASMR kick came around I was like laughing about it because I was literally in my apartment and I had just gotten a new equity card I like peeled it off the (sighs) paper and then I was like tapping on it and I was like oh Broadway ASMR and then I was like this is okay let's let's try this out so I made one episode and then it kind of started ramping up so now I just ask Broadway people to like come and do ASMR things with me, yeah. Which like is the joke of it all is because we're asking musical theater people to be quiet, because like I was like you know I ha- Bonnie Milligan was my first guest and she's literally incredible.
1: Yeah, she is the loudest high belter. In <laughs> Honey, the
0: land. and so I'm like, well now we're gonna make you be quiet. Like that's <laughs> the gag of it all. Yeah. Um. So just you know going down the list. We'll yeah. see. I mean, you've had you've had her. You've had uh, Kyle Selig. Kyle, yeah. Uh, and Matt Doyle. Matt Doyle. I just filmed with J. Um, Harrison G., who just closed Kinky Boots. Mm-hmm. Um, I filmed with him yesterday. Lovely. Um, and have a few people in the works that I'm going to film
1: Can with. you give us some, like, hints so that way we can be super excited about um,
0: it? Well, I have a... Um, now I'm like, how do I hint this? But, like, literally one of my all-time favorite people miss rachel york <gasps> i know gagging i know gagging i love her um like just you know and then my ultimate goal is to really get jen cody on the show <laughs> this is how i like literally started it all i'm like well i just like want to sit and gab with jen cody because like i'm obsessed with
1: her you also know that she like she just has stories and oh. no and no fucks to give so like she'll and, and tell all. honestly like i
0: before i go into any audition i say to myself okay morgan you need to be the Jen Cody you want to see in the world. Because mm. she will make choices and be just her most authentic, genuine self on stage in the room anywhere with no fucks to give. And that's like what I, we need in the, this business. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: When I was auditioning, I would try to channel my inner Jody Benson and say to myself that like, it was God intervening with everything. <laughs> and it's so, like, it's not up to me. Like Jesus will provide. Billy, I beg to with you. So Morgan's obsession. <laughs> get out. <laughs> um, let's let's just yeah, rain. It it's in. a specific thing, but I'm going to go a little broad so we can get into the specific thing later. Sure, sure, sure. We're gonna go broad headline. Sutton Foster. Oh, who? Tell us about her, Morgan. Honestly, Wait, how? Let me close some doors first. Okay, closing doors. Another door. So
0: Sutton Foster. Sutton Foster. Sutton who Foster. is she,
1: Morgan? Tell me.
0: Honestly, though, she is a chameleon. Mm-hmm. I, I so like I, I just I'm obsessed. You know, and here I had like a segue Sutton because I was obsessed in college with Gavin Creel, like who who you know oh, who yeah. isn't who who you isn't know, still to this day still to this day, and I think that like introduced me. Well, obviously, it introduced us all to like Sutton because of Millie, mm. but she was like you know. Hoofing it in the chorus before then, mm-hmm. and like Greece and all of that, and Annie, she was in Star to Be. You've seen I, that bootleg.
1: First of all, I saw that show. I have the no. playbill. <gasps> I rag me. I went Stop. backstage. I mean, no. if I known then what I know now, well, I totally course. would have sought her out. I was seven, and I got I got uh, Annie's signature and signature autograph, and Daddy <laughs> Warbucks' autograph. I got to go backstage for oh my it. Gosh. Um, but yeah. Um, I have that playbill with Sutton's headshot in it Like
0: it's... I can't get it I have that I had to like screen record that That bootleg like, of her being started to mm-hmm. Where she like You know is singing like um, Tonight the why yeah. Why not For And right before NYC She like Looks at the conductor mm-hmm. To like signal him in Did you see? Like I'm fuck- the, yeah. obsessed with her it's, it's just And so good. just gives no fuck She's like out on the road She had like two tequilas the night before And she's just screlting <laughs> for her life And probably like there's Omaha, no way to believe a
1: star to be a not scrawled. It is so stupidly difficult to sing.
0: I, I, ju- I mean, she was... It's I don't know how young balance. she was.
1: Uh, I think so she, she did was, Millie at like... 27, the, I think. Yeah, 27, yeah. 27. Um, so l- let's do math. Um, oh, God. Oh God. <laughs> so Millie was 2002. Annie was 96, 97. So she was, at best, she was 22, maybe 21. Yeah, and she
0: did Greece. At, like, 18. Yeah,
1: like, I ni- yeah, think 19. Yeah. Well, because
0: she was in the under, I think she was in the understudy before she, like, got bumped to Sandy.
1: I know... A- I'm- I also am very obsessed with Sutton Foster... Uh, we all know that her her professional trajectory started with the national tour of Will Rogers Follies. Yeah. She was 17. She was a folly yeah. girl. uh-huh. Uh, then booked the Grease tour, and I think she was a Sandy understudy but got bumped up. Yeah. She made her Broadway debut as Sandy in Grease. She, like, came in. It was like a Mormon situation where they were, like, swapping in people from the tour to Broadway that, back and that. forth. Weisler's, they were like, why bring more people Honey, when we get to swap
0: the tour? Honestly, like, I mean, I remember, I think somewhere on my computer I have the bootleg of her singing raining on Prom Night.
1: <clears> like, fuck. <throat> oh, Saga. God i giving All it, right. like... Oh god, so good. Uh she also was ensemble uh Scarlett Pimpernel. She has a solo yes, on the album. Yes, I yes, I yes, don't yes, wish yes. I remembered the actual lyrics, but it's a uh, I don't da, know cross Scarla- my path. Um I mean, I don't listen to Scarlett <laughs> Pimpernel. I think that the music's beautiful, the lyrics are total garbage. Fair. Um but, you know, I have a lot of straight male friends in musical theater, so a lot of people in my life talk highly of it. Okay, you know, um, fair. So Sutton Foster went from Scarlett Pimpernel. Scarlett
0: Pimpernel, she did a couple, she did like she did Les Mis. but like in between there, she was like Nelly Forbush at like PCLO. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. What I wouldn't have given what to I see would that. Have given for that. I
1: know. H- have you seen that bootleg of her in Les Mis? It's the tour. Yes. Um, and they're in LA. Whoever's doing the bootleg must be a friend or family member of hers. Yeah. Because like th-
0: I need this for my reel. You know yeah. What I mean? Because
1: I mean, it's a pretty good bootleg. But anytime Sons on stage, and not as because she's playing Eponine, but in the original production, everyone but Valjean. Uh, and Javert doubled as many other roles. Yeah. And Cosette and Eponine are famous for having doubled as prostitutes. And whoever filmed this during Lovely Ladies is just on Sutton. Oh, And End of the Day is just on Sutton. You know what? That's how it should be. I mean... And now I'm super grateful for it. Like, history yeah. is on the right side of this bootleg. Yes. But at the time, it's like, you don't know.
0: She Listen, she truly is a star to be. She
1: is a star to be.
0: And, like, we all know, like, have you seen that that interview with Sutton on the Today Show where they do Thoroughly Modern? Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's no, and they, like, are, it's kind of awkward. That the ensemble members in the back are yeah. kind of, like, looking around. Because she, like, just replaced, you know, like, or, like, yeah. they haven't even opened yeah, yet. Yeah, I think they were
1: still in previews or and,
0: something. Um, and she's talking, like, so, like, you didn't even have this role, the interviewer earlier. Yeah. the lady and she's like yeah ma'am ma'am and she keeps saying ma'am like trying to play up that like small town girl aspect that like, mm-hmm. the producers like play that up so like we yeah. don't get bad press
1: you're um, young you're from the midwest yeah
0: like don't worry where this was like meant to be it was in the stars mm-hmm. even
1: though she's like been around for ages yeah you know she's I mean? like done six probably shows by that point yeah but you know what well so have you seen uh she's she's did the same thing on The View. Uh, I think Millie had already opened by this point and Whoopi Goldberg was one of the producers. Oh, she did Gimme Gimme. Yes. Um, But, uh, no, sorry, that was Rose Rose O'Donnell. O'Donnell. She was a
0: producer of Millie and she, yeah. Uh,
1: uh, She went on The View like to talk but Whoopi Goldberg like did a whole pre-interview segment on her, right. and it's video footage of Sun Foster in Times Square, like looking around, being an ingenue, like "Oh my god, the big this city is happening to me!" Yeah, and like in reality had been in New York for like a decade. Like it's yeah. one of those things where it's they're like playing with the Jimmy
0: Awards, and she never was in it. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah it's but it's, it's still just so wonderful, and she's amazing. And I saw her in Millie twice. I saw her in Drowsy Chaperone twice. Saw her in Millie. Saw mm-hmm. her in Drowsy once. I saw her in Violet times okay now listen okay violet
0: was and i wasn't i wasn't at that point i was kind of like you know i just wasn't ready i Mm -hmm. and i didn't want to see the show actually even as a sudden fan but i got a rush ticket it was and i don't tweet i just (laughs) i don't tweet but i tweeted because (laughs) i couldn't help myself she Mm.
1: was so good she was that i mean and that show took me by surprise as well because yes. I loved Janine Tesori and I knew about it. I only really knew two songs and I, it was one of those shows that like just kind of had floated in and out of history. And I was like, yeah, sure. Violet, whatever. I'll get to it at some point. Yeah. And I'd heard like some mediocre things about it, uh, in previews. And I went to their second to last preview and my fucking God did that yeah. show gobsmack me. I was a mess. Oh
0: God. I was bawling.
1: Like bagel mess. it was so good. One, the
0: little girl who's like the understudy that, um, is in the ensemble. Who is
1: in the I, church number? I'm the Howard. She <laughs> was on my web series. Give it. Get out, bitch. That was one of the reasons why we had her on yeah. baking It on Broadway. Because my best friend and producer of the show, Sarah Devini. Okay. Hi, Sarah. She was like Matt. This little girl. She was in Matilda. She's current. She uh, was in Violet. I think. Yeah, Violet was over by that point. Um, and we, like, watched her on the Tonys both times. She's, just, like, giving, giving it all it the time.
0: everything that
1: I was like, okay, girl. Yeah. Like, brava. And we told her. We were like, this, like, this is the reason why we brought you on, because you're such a ferocious giver. Yeah, And she's like, oh, she's like 14. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> you know, just, like, putting yeah. it all out there. Oh, my God. And there's an interview with Sutton and Susan Blackwell where they bring that up as well. Susan Blackwell's like, that girl with the braids. And Sutton's like, Emma Howard, I know. Literally, <laughs> though. Aunt, she took my breath away. Uh,
0: um i mean annie golden is also that,
1: everybody everybody, everybody. Annie golden is amazing it was that the singing in that show the staging the acting talk about authentic and lived in sutton foster in that show did not see an ounce of acting honestly it was when she i was living for the whole show but when she had her like mini breakdown towards the end and told the preacher look at me oh, no yeah. one will i actually started doing um uh there's a play called What the Constitution Means to Me that's open oh, right now. Yeah. I just saw it last night and nice. Heidi Shirk talks about how her and every woman in her family does what she calls like Greek tragedy crying or even if it's like stub your toe or like someone's cheating on you you just start crying like <gasps> yes. I literally started making that sound. She was like, like basic every college
0: student who like discovers Spring Awakening for the mm-hmm. first time. You know? Or
1: like is doing Suzuki or like Alexander technique. Yes. so Like recall the time your dad said that he was slightly disappointed with your grades that one time and you go <gasps> <gasps>
0: Now you I, I have to tell you this because I think it's one of the funniest things and now I just it's in my repertoire but that you know when they're lifting, I don't want to show off no more. not me yeah but I thought for the longest time and I saw it and I thought she was saying the second me and a man of the news no more. I thought she was saying taste great. Same, same, same. <laughs> tastes great, like, but she's saying she's page a, three. Yeah, but yeah. I thought it was like an advertisement, you know, like she's like a Gibson girl mm-hmm. advertising Coca Cola or something. Like it tastes great.
1: No, nope, page three. Yeah, no, I had the exact same thought. There are so many moments like that where she's like, "Oh, those are the words." Those, yeah, that's that's the words. But now you know, page three, honey. I, the only time where I eventually got the words and was like, "How does that make sense?" Is Buenos Aires when uh, it's the real idle down or eider down or whatever it is? Oh, uh, she goes, yeah. Uh, um, and uh, if I need a moment's rest, give your lover the very best real idle, d- real eider down and silence. I was like, I don't know what those words mean. Does it matter? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Like if the gibberish made more sense to me than the real words. Fair. I like, was like, "Yeah, be that about and die." Dance. <laughs> come like, on, Leslie Agums. You know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, oh, Leslie. I, well. Every June first, I post a video of her being ferocious to counter all the June videos. Bravo, good for you, because yeah. like that's coming soon. It's coming very soon. We're recording this on May twenty third, so it's in eight days.
0: <gasps> I will not be posting that video because, like, just like every day around this time, it's like Broadway Bears or Leslie Agums. You know what I mean?
1: Oh God. So I just had a cookie, and you brought up Broadway
0: Bears. <laughs> I can't believe you just did that. Well, and I will not be go. I mean, I won't. I'll be out of town. But um, listen, I'm in full support of seeing some of those bodies. Like,
1: of course, let me tell you. I went uh, I went three years ago, four years ago, and it was a grand old time. And seeing some of the broadies, I was like, yes, please. Um, You know who has done Broadway Bears as a singer? Sutton Foster. Honey,
0: yes, she has. Mm -hmm. And and listen, like those legs.
1: They ain't lying. No, they ain't. That woman, she's in the best shape of her life right now. Do you watch Younger? Well, yeah, of course. I don't know. Not every (laughs) son falls like. Did you see me gag right now? You did. Yes, Morgan did a full-on three-act play (laughs) in five seconds with that reaction. It was. It was like taken aback. I was taken aback.
0: Then I thought I was choking. I almost reached for my soda to be like, I need a sip right
1: now because I can't go on. (laughs) Oh God, I love. Younger? So much. I love Younger. I tell everyone, it's like artisanal cotton candy. It is fluff, but it is the oh, most well-crafted fluff you'll ever see.
0: I need fluff because, like, you know, I'm like, you know, between Game of Thrones and Chernobyl, I need something <laughs> to, like, turn on to be like,
1: mm-hmm. I'm
0: just gonna, like, veg, live a little bit of fantasy, hill duff, like...
1: Hill duff. Uh, goodbye. Miriam right. Shore. It's Like, all- those three women together, I'm pretty sure could impregnate me. Oh. If they just, like, left to their own talents, devices and acting. Yeah, they could just impregnate me. Yeah.
0: Have you seen that Hillary Duff commercial about like, you know, there's like two girls in a mall and they're like shopping and they like pick up a top and they're like, "Ugh, oh, look at this top." Like, mm, "It doesn't it's not going to look good on me. It looks too g-. it's like, "Oh, it's so gay." And then Hillary Duff like parts the the red waters of like the the rack with the clothes on it and she goes, "Hey, do you guys even know what you're saying? Like when you say that looks gay, you're not saying it looks stupid. You're hurting you know, LGBTQA, like it's so good. Now, I'm misquoting it. So I need to stop, but like, but it's so good. She literally parts the like, her Duff is here for us. I know for the gays. Aww. I said, honey, like between that and the soundtrack of Lindsay Lohan, teenage drama queen, like the gays are living. Clearly. Lindsay
1: Lohan confessions of a teenage drama queen. Honey. Yes, please. Honey. Uh, nothing makes me sadder than watching a pre 2006 Lindsay Lohan movie. Oh, <sighs> Like, I watched Freaky Friday the other day, oh. and I just got sad. I was like, remember
0: when she was this? It was, I mean, Freaky Friday. I mean, and listen, I love a Jamie Lee Curtis as mm-hmm. well. And Freaky Friday was good. I mean, we all love Parent Trap
1: more oh, than I can say. Of course. Um, Life size. Get a clue. Oh,
0: oh, God. There's so much. I mean, and Mean Girls. Let's not well, forget. Let's,
1: mean Girls is the Citizen Kane of her career. <laughs> that movie she goes without giving. saying. Yeah. Whatever. Those rules aren't real. They were real that day I wore a vest because that vest was disgusting. You can't
0: sit with us. Anyway, to wrap that up, like it's a different Instagram culture as now. Like I was like VHSing the Tony Awards so that mm-hmm. I could like watch every single thing because I knew it was going to not be a DVR later. Or, yeah, you know, we couldn't just it pull was gonna, it up.
1: Yeah, it was it was going to be gone forever. Yeah,
0: we're like now Instagram like. It's super like instant,
1: obviously, mm. but
0: then at the same time, it's out in one ear, out the other.
1: Yeah, th- very rarely does it have uh, memorability. That's We're not, not like that's not a word. Facts, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or
0: like as the like inner musical theater kid yeah. in me, like,
1: which is something. So I'm I'm curating some new video content, which will start with the Tony stuff, but like I want to include some history and some facts to, like, bring back out there to the younger theater fans because something that fucking bugs me, uh, and I've been trolling with this one channel for a while because it's fun and because they don't need my support, um... Do you, you know, like, watchmojo.com on YouTube? Yeah, yeah of course. They do things yeah. like, top
0: ten action best, movies. Yep. yeah. Like, oh, these yeah. are the best reveals of RuPaul's Drag Race. I was like, no, that's, queen. Uh,
1: that's Miss Mojo.
0: Oh, Miss Mojo. Um, and She's, that's what I'm getting at. Which is awful, because I'm like, you don't know
1: anything about Alyssa Edwards or a Roxy Andrews reveal. No, they don't. And that's, uh, go get your soda. I, uh, I gotta get the soda. Grab your out. soda. I'll keep talking. I always do. Miss um, Mojo is the channel that I actually uh, troll. And it's not because it's the female-oriented one, folks. I feel like a lot of listeners think that I'm sexist because Carousel's my favorite musical, and I recently said how much I quite enjoyed Tootsie, and now people are like, ah, oh, misogynist. I'm like, sure, <laughs> yes, but I also like these things for different things. Um, Ms. Mojo is the part of the Mojo enterprise that does videos on Broadway, and their Broadway videos are pathetic. They did uh, top 10 br- musical theater duets Suddenly Seymour was at number 10. What was one? I don't even remember. I I passed out. <laughs> um they but like I think maybe uh Maybe, I don't think I'll Cover You was in the top 10, but something else from, oh, Take Me or Leave Me Me was like number five. And I was like, I love Take Me or Leave Me. How dare you place it above Suddenly Seymour? Suddenly Seymour is, f- oh, they put If I Loved You at number nine and I Wanted to Shout. That's not technically a duet. It's a scene. They what? both sing separately from Stop. each other. Yeah. I was but
0: like, like, let's let's be real here. Like there is a vast se- Like I was the other day, goodbye. I was just telling somebody, people like us, mm-hmm. I, with from Wild, Wild Party, Party with Tony Clett and everything, like, Get out that yes. duet, and people don't know. Like, I reference it far too often, like, ah, oh, the city, you know, mm-hmm. you know, living that. But that duet right there, who knows that? Nobody. Nobody. And they're gonna put
1: no friggin', they're gonna put taking your leave me. And they have other shit. They just did one in uh, this week that was top 10 Broadway revivals. And Chicago is number one, and I get that for yeah, historical purposes. Sure, but they had the most recently, Ms. revival at like number six, and *Falsettos* I think was at number eight, and they didn't have the '94 Carousel, they didn't have the Patti Lupone *Anything Goes*, they didn't have what? the Hal Prince *Showboat*. And I trolled them. I wrote, I was like, I was like, here's a list of things for uh, you. I didn't comment. Did you? Comment? I did. I commented, and then I, in addition, to that I was like, and here are some revivals pre-1992. Just because like no one apparently knows no. before nineteen eighty two, I'm like, and well, I'm they're like,
0: not doing they're because she's not a she wasn't a Broadway fan, no, per and se like,
1: before, and they're yeah. trying to get views, and I get sure. that, but I'm like, open a fucking book, like at the very least you can go from a historical perspective of what these other revivals did sure. for their respective shows, um, but you know, like like
0: Christine Ever won the fucking Tony. For the revival of
1: uh, Forty Second Street. Street. Yeah, I think that was on there. I think that was like number six. But okay. but he, but like. Ugh. I don't know. I think of I never I didn't get to see it literally, but when you think of the Candide from the '70s that Hal Prince did, where he took a show that bombed yeah. and made it a hit, and now people do it all the time because yeah. of that revival. Like yeah. just for historical purposes, that should be on the list. But no, falsettos is on there, and I wrote like I love falsettos too, guys. But open a book.
0: Well, and that's and that's again that's an Instagram culture and like Andrew Reynolds and mm-hmm. all that because all you know I go on my Explorer feed and it's just like alpha <laughs> buzz shirtless guys and. A bunch <laughs> of like tween, like Dreamcasting, like oh, God, Andrew yeah. Reynolds and everything, which I'm an Andrew Reynolds fan. Like, don't get me wrong, but because that's easy access right mm-hmm. now, because Falsettos is in the movie theater. Blah, yeah. blah, it's... Andrew Reynolds is Emile Debec in South Pacific. <laughs> Honestly, though, like it'll be like, Andrew like, Reynolds is <laughs> Cole House Walker. I just saw one the other day and I was like, OK, yeah. guys. We're stretching here, and now we're just casting off personalities. and like. I
1: know it's Andrew Reynolds, but we don't have to stretch ourselves yet.
0: Yeah, like, just listen, in,
1: I, I saw him in vinyl, rest in peace, and I gagged. I was making an Andrew Reynolds sex joke just then, but it didn't go oh, over fuck. super well. I was like, I, I love you. Andrew Reynolds too, but I'm not going to stretch myself for him just yet. Get out, get uh, out, get out. Just get out. yet.
0: I mean, listen, give me Andrew Reynolds. I saw Gavin Creel outside of a dig-in once, and I mm. dig in on 50th. You know that one?
1: I, I and, do, did um, And I... I couldn't move. Do you want to know the best moment of 2018 for me? Uh, was I had, I got to accompany t- Tyler, my straight husband, Tyler Milliron, who some of you have heard on this podcast, me talk about anyway, uh, was filming something for the stage network, uh, which John has done a lot of content for. And we actually have a quite exciting announcement for that in the future. We'll get to that when John's here again. Uh, he was filming some content for them and included Casey Nicola. uh, and Dick Scanlon and Gavin Creel. And we they had to each talk about, like, their favorite opening night moment. Their least favorite opening night moment. And Tyler was filming them. And I had to be each of their point of views. Okay. So Gavin Creel <gasps> looked into my no. eyes for 10 minutes and just spoke to me while he was on camera. And I had a baby. Of I was I, I was impregnated, gave birth, put that baby through college in those entire 10 minutes. Stop. Almost 10 minutes. It was... And the best acting of my life was that he had no idea.
0: You know, and... I cannot, like, I mean, and this will get us back to Sutton Foster, obviously, with Gavin. Everything comes back to Sutton Foster. Six degrees of Sutton. Um, But Gavin, (laughs) like, I, that, do you, I think it's off YouTube at this point, but Gavin singing different from Honk at North Mm -hmm. Shore.
1: Do you remember that? I do indeed.
0: Oh, that, that belt. Mm -hmm. Clear as a a bell.
1: Clear as a bell of a belt. I said, him him and Millie, man, when he... Did that way you make me feel I still to this day don't know what his placement is and I don't think if you press I think if you press him he couldn't tell you either he was like I just blacked out you know
0: what just uh, it's a Jody
1: Benson moment where Jesus came in and like intervened honestly now
0: not to plug my hit single Thoroughly Modern there's something about Sutton which you can um, listen to on iTunes and Spotify music video coming very soon Um, it's a, a tribute to my girl Sutton, obviously. Mm. But I, you know, I say in the song in the bridge, I was like, I don't know if I just want to be you, Sutton, or if I just want to kiss Gavin Creel because she got to eight times a week. She did it. That
1: she's kissed some lovely men.
0: Oh, like don't get me started. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm just, her and Kelly O'Hara. I'm like, how dare you have oh. the roster of men that you've had? Oh, Kelly O'Hara. Kelly Come on. O'Hara, I mean, maybe. I saw that King and I revival like. Uh, four times I saw her then I saw Marin Maisie rest in peace uh (sighs) right around the time she started and both women goddamn um that's another role Sutton can do down the line now that she's a soprano.
0: Oh, oh my. Yeah, now, you know what? Maybe this is like literally just like vetting her for like these revivals in a couple
1: of years. Oh, yeah. Scott Rudin's a smart dude. He's like, mm, I have plans for another My Fair Lady revival in 10 years. But we'll real, be in that.
0: We, we We were hearing about that King and I revival for like seven years. Mm-hmm. So like, of course there's plans.
1: Oh, there's plans again for it. And they're going to do uh, Oklahoma again with... The, the normal orchestrations, and Sutton will be in that. Oh, yeah. We'll just put Sutton in everything. Which um, I'm, I'm here for. What was your, was Drowsy your first Sutton show, or what, what uh, Millie. The, Millie was your first Sutton yeah. show. Yeah.
0: And my dad will never let me forget it as well, because um, I left the theater bawling. Mm. And I was, I mean, I can't remember how old I was. Maybe 10. Was I 10? I was 12, so yes, you were 10. Was I 10? No, I don't think you were 10. No, I wasn't 10. I think you were 14. Was I 14? How old are you Yeah, now? I was 14, yeah. How old are you now? 32. Don't tell Telsey. F- <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, you were probably 14. I was like 14, 13 maybe. In 2002? Oh, 2002. It opened in March of 2002. And yes, I know these things. Um,
0: Was I 14? If I, I think you were- 16 when I graduated.
1: You were probably even 15.
0: No, 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 no. You might have been. Was I? <laughs> you might have been. I mean, I black. Math is not I, always wrong. Well, I was I didn't grow up with musical theater, so like I think I black sure. out cuz I'm like I was born when I saw, you know, <laughs> when I saw the national tour of Sunset Boulevard with Petula Clark. That, oh my god. Literally when I was born and realized I was gay trying to use my grandma's binoculars to look at Joe in the bathing suit in that act two opener. Um but Cut to us seeing Millie leaving the theater and I was like bawling and I'll never forget it. My dad like stopping me on the corner and was like, what are you crying for? And I was like, because I'll never be up there. I'll never be able to do that. Cause like, I did not grow up acting. I did not grow up dancing. I mm-hmm. sang for the first time in, in college when I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to do musical theater. Um, so I think it was just so amazing and so beautiful and so overwhelming. I didn't know how to process it mm-hmm. as a kid being like, I have to do this. Mm-hmm. I need to do this. And I don't know how, because I'm in California raising market swine for 4-H, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, true story. But, um, yeah, saw, saw Millie, um, that was my first Sutton, second was
1: Drowsy, Mm -hmm. um, Avi. Um, but I just adore her. As do I. I adore her. Millie was my first as well, saw it twice. I had a friend in middle school who was so obsessed with Millie, and Sutton in particular, she bought herself a bob. I was literally just gonna say, did she buy herself a wig? She bought herself a wig. Stop. She wore it all the time, um... And I think she ended up seeing Millie like
0: the Bob Wig. I'm dead.
1: Um, uh, And I had seen it like right after it opened, and so I had gotten everyone's signatures on like two separate playbills, and I gave her one. Uh, because she had just gone to see Wicked and bought a souvenir program and I was like I will give you this signed Millie playbill if you get me a Wicked souvenir Stop. program so we traded little did you know I had a second one
0: like uh, bootleg but. trading playbill yeah, bitch
1: it was 2004 what else were we supposed Fair. to do you're right You're um, right. we were 14 with no money um, but she saw Millie like 15 times and the second time I saw it was with her um, and Gavin had left it was Christian Borle by this point okay. I think Delta Burke was the new uh, Mrs. Oh Mears uh, Leslie Uggams was in it she was great love that um and we stage-doored it again, and she had told Sutton, like, this is my 15th time, and Sutton's like, because we were so little, I don't sure. think she was scared, but she was like, ha-ha, guess I'll have to get a restraining order. She did not to a 15-year-old? <laughs> so she was, I'm like, dead. trying to joke, and Natasha just was like, no, you don't need to. And she's like, oh, no, I know, I know. She's, like, trying to be funny. Oh. Um, it was just, it was intense.
0: I mean, like, listen, we all have our moments where we, like, geek over musical theater people, but, like, sometimes I'm like, what does she think when I, like, tagged her in an Instagram being like, I wrote a disco song about you that, like, lays out your entire resume. Uh, does I mean, she, what does she think? I don't know. And, like, half, it's obviously for the gag of it. Like, right. I live for a bit on a bit on a bit mm-hmm. um, on a bit. On a bit. And and so, like, duh. It's just, like, what is the most ridiculous thing I could do with my life? Write a disco song about Sutton Foster? Like, hell yeah niche market for the niche do it yeah um and then premiered it at the only gay club in hong kong i'm not even kidding you had a premiere party for thoroughly modern there's something about sutton which you can get on itunes spotify by morgan reynolds um and had a premiere party at petticoat lane in downtown hong kong and sang it live oh with a music God. video compilation of different Tony performances and bunheads um, behind <laughs> me on a screen. Bunheads! And, like, nobody knew what I was saying. No. No one knew Sutton. No. You know, I was like, Go, I see, Sutton, I see, Sutton Foster.
1: Literally. <laughs> I just blacked out for a second. And
0: they were like, oh. like, But, like, you know what? Had
1: Didn't that. matter. Did not matter. I... Yeah, I saw I saw Millie twice. I saw Drowsy Chaperone twice, actually within the same week because I had oh wow a friend had gotten tickets uh, and invited me to go with her. We were in the mezzanine, and I remember thinking it was so fantastic. And then literally later that week, my friend Lily and I, I think it was like a long weekend, and we both were off from school. And she's like, "What do you want to do?" I was like, "I don't know." She's like, "Want to Lotto Drowsy?" I was like, "I just saw it." She goes, "So, so what?" Yeah, and. So we went. We won. We were in the front row center. I'm dead. And when Sutton came out to do that, I'm dead. Oh, yeah. I had a panic attack. Front it was row center. Front what row was that center. Like uh, insane. Because I saw it from like the back. It was. I mean, from the mezzanine, it was one of the greatest nights of my life. From yeah. the front row, I just. I don't know. It was. It. It just was like mecca, you know? Like, I've You passed felt out. the steam coming out of the stage during Cold Feet, you know? What I, mean? I Exactly. I felt, well, I felt the steam coming out of something.
0: Billy, I beg to differ with you. How do you mean? You're the top. Yeah. You're an arrow collar. Yeah. You're the top.
1: You're a Coolidge dollar. Uh, so, when. Morgan ran by two of his obsessions with me. Yeah. One was a video, which I was totally for, but also I was like, maybe not. Yeah. Um, and then the are. other one was Six Degrees of Sutton Foster. Six Degrees, guys. Now, we all are. We all are Six Degrees of Sutton Foster. Uh, it, of course, comes from the infamous play Six Degrees of Separation, which comes from Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, Fair. Uh, or the other way around. I oh, don't, don't know. You know what? Yeah. It's. I mean, the idea that we're all six degrees away from somebody. Yeah. Um, Sutton Foster, of course, to all of us emotionally speaking but i'm assuming you play mostly with like other actors and singers and stuff like that or do you literally go like you there on the street corner what's your name well
0: you know just like the gag when you're like at brunch in hell's kitchen and you're like you know
1: oh. you you just described my bad place brunch in <laughs> hell's kitchen well
0: yeah i wouldn't go i would
1: probably hell's kitchen location, for but... happy hour or like yeah like flat ha- iron for brunch like neither
0: like... <laughs> you know i'm looking for a cheap drink and a niche market
1: laugh and i'm looking for a cheap twink and a niche market i have nothing else so basically Um, like talia on 50th and eighth oh gross anyway so (laughs) this is to say we're gonna play a little game of six degrees of satin foster um who should go first um okay i'll give you somebody okay, okay, okay 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 and i've it's gotta be like an actor right yeah okay um oh no now i'm nervous well, no, I'm trying. I don't want to make it difficult. I know because I, I was like, easy.
0: like you know, you got to like start off easy with like, oh, yeah. Ellen Green,
1: because like that's <laughs> you
0: know what I mean, like that's easy. But like I'm trying to think,
1: yeah. Um, okay. and we're including her filmography as well, or, oh, or no? Yeah, yeah. Of course. Okay, okay, um, okay. Uh, this is probably gonna be end up be, being super easy, but I don't know. Celia Keenan-Bolger. Oh well. Um, Oh, now I'm, like, put on the spot.
0: Okay, so... We all are. I'm a, I know. Look, we we all are. Where are the jokes? Um, <laughs> Where?
1: Thanks, Trinity. Where yeah, are the jokes?
0: Literally. Um, Celia Keenan-Bolger, she was in... So, like, how I... How we play, we just, like, keep... You just keep going through hit it. down the journey until you hit it. So, we're like, okay, Celia Keenan-Bolger, she was in Putnam County Spelling Bee. She's uh, siblings with Andrew Keenan-Bolger, who went to UMICH, who... Um, was oh, that, with gavin creel and gavin creel went to
1: umish who did okay. sun okay so the, that's the tr- how
0: i how I we say. that's a why terrain the gags you sure. know
1: let me okay let me see if i can maybe do it um, why that's still six degrees baby i know but i'm gonna do it just with uh okay. with i'm gonna try it just with broadway credits celia keenan bolger okay celia keenan bolger Oh, easy. Oh, my God. Celia King and was in Peter and the Starcatcher with Christian Borle, oh, who was a replacement Jimmy out, in the modern Millie out. with Sun Foster. Or we can say he used to be married to Sun Foster, but that's, you know, darker times. Oh. No, I think they're pretty okay. I think they're cool. They've, they've worked together since. You so. know, because I like to talk to them. Yeah, I, She just texted me.
0: We're going to, like, yes. Lenny's after.
1: Well, well, Christian texted me, and he was like, stop stealing my underwear. I saw
0: him. I saw him, sat next to him in a bar. Um on a pub on like 46th I think it was and I didn't recognize him the entire time until we left and then my friend Luke was like did you see who was sitting next to us I was like no
1: Christian Borel that's Christian Borel is living proof that if you work out hard enough at the gym you can glow up too honey yeah he really did those arms baby um all right give me one okay so how about oh you know while we're on
0: this is a little tough okay but while we're on the subject of um, Celia and um, Mockingbird, how about Gideon Glick? Oh, I think I can do that. I think you can. I was, like, mapping that one out.
1: Um, well, the one that I would do is uh, Gideon Glick Spring Awakening with Jonathan Groff, who did that weird Encores thing with Sutton. But I'm not going to do the encore thing, because that don't count. It's not Broadway. No. Um. There's there's, there's ways. There are ways. I'm sure. Of course there are ways. There are always, there are always ways. There are always <laughs> ways. Um. Okay. Um, I want to. I also like want to be. Like, I mean,
0: you could still do. Well, I mean, we, you could
1: probably still do Jonathan Groff. Yeah. Um, and if we're like also including directors, and I mean, if we're including directors, Gideon Glick, Spring Awakening, Michael Mayer, Millie. Sure. But again, I want to. That's. I mean, that's also inventive. I just like really want to do something weird. Like Gideon Glick was in Spring Awakening with Steven Spinella. Yeah. With, was, like,
0: with um, I mean, you could say we could we could go. Gideon Glick was in it with Matt Doyle.
1: Yeah, that's true. He was swing. Yes, he was. Um, Um,
0: And then Matt Doyle um, did... um, Matt Doyle did uh, uh, Jasper and Deadland with Bonnie Milligan, and Bonnie Milligan did um, a reading
1: of a musical that I can't say with Sutton Foster. A new musical? Yes. Ooh. Recently. Recently. We were actually just talking about that earlier this week, how Bonnie Milligan uh, did a reading of Full About. I I
0: goodbye. I saw that. Could you, you imagine?
1: Was that everything I hoped it was? No, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. I saw the article. Oh, I saw the article. <laughs> but Bonnie I was. There.
0: I literally was like, "Oh yeah, I'm doing this reading right now. Like, just drop in that." Could you imagine? <sighs> That's gonna be. I knew that was a revival that, was coming. Soon. It
1: has to. It's also. It's it's that show is so relevant to right now with like people with. Well, I'm like who who played Jerry in the, in that reading? Was it Tony? I think so. I think he's so. a. L- My only issue with that is he's not quite, like, working class looking enough. No. Like, we forget that Patrick Wilson gorgeous as he always has been was a little more like average Joey in the original. He had a bit of bald spot. Well now, can I Okay, this is I'm going to make this fast, but this is a good story.
0: Okay. So, I did a production of Full Monty in West Hollywood for about 6 months at this small theater, Third Street Theater in West Hollywood.
1: Of course you did. I'm looking um, at you right now. I'm like, "Yes, you you scream of wee ho Full Monty." Honey, as Malcolm. So, of, of course, course you're like underwear for days. Now, this now mind you,
0: this theater is was only I think it it was a 99 seat contract mm-hmm. as every theater is in Los Angeles. Absolutely. So like you know, it was three rows in this small theater. It's like, th- so you're close when you yeah. are naked. Like when Leslie Margarita came and sat in front row one, like her laugh felt like filled the entire stage. But mm-hmm. I was like, hey, what's up, girl? And RuPaul came on our closing night. It was fabulous. Ugh. But cut to auditions. So I'm auditioning and um, whatnot. I get a call and they're like, hey, so we want to offer you Malcolm, blah, blah, blah. Will you come back in and read with some Ethans? We couldn't find any. So I was like, yeah, great, whatever. Came in the week after, read with a couple Ethans. And then they were like, hey, one's running late. Will you just like stick around? Um, We just want one more to read with. So great, whatever. Sitting in the lobby, cut to a guy sits next to me, kind of glance, I'm like, oh, he's attractive. And I was like, wait, I wonder if he's for this. Because there's like some dance studios in the complex and stuff as well. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I look over; it's freaking Jonathan Bennett, Aaron Samuels in the Mean Girls movie, Ugh. and then I'm like, "He cannot be for this this yeah. 99c production of Full Monty in West Hollywood." It was. Ugh. girl, I cannot. I won. So then, Richard Israel, the director, comes out. Hey, Richard, if you're listening, um, and he was like, "Hey, so we're ready for you guys." Oh my god! So they teach him on the spot. Walk with me. Yeah. We sing it together. And let me tell you, he was good. I'll bet. He was real good. Aaron Samuels is not crap. No, he was so good. His voice was sick. He was very much taller than me, which I was already like, oh, fuck, they're going to say he's too tall. He's going to say he's too tall. But I looked, he looked through me. Oh, I'll never forget it. Anyway, cut two. I was like. He looks like
1: like he could look through you.
0: Yeah. Literally at the time, I was like, great, guess I'm breaking up with my boyfriend because I'm going to be in love with this guy. (sighs) Uh, Anyway, so cut two. he didn't book it. That makes sense. So we're at the end of rehearsal process. We're like mm-hmm. key-keying one day and I get real ballsy and I was like, "Richard, why didn't you cast Jonathan? Like, I wanted to do full Monty with Aaron Samuels and like get in tidy whities with him and like almost kiss him in that one scene." Hello? Yeah. Who would not want that? Sexual tension. And so and then he was like, "Look, he was so good. We wanted him, but he's not working class enough. His body and his like um persona that he has from Aaron Samuels and whatnot is not what doesn't feel the show you know what I mean you're supposed to be working class you're not supposed to have like this sick body even if you're Ethan like you know what I mean so that's why he didn't book it but could you imagine I was gonna sing you walk with me with Aaron Samuels we're gonna
1: almost kiss Aaron Samuels every night honestly and I peaked
0: Uh, yeah, that's the peak moment (laughs) but but
1: it's true with Full Monty like you can't I mean, and Patrick Wilson like wasn't schleppy. Like he had a decent body. Yeah, but it's... I've
0: seen that bootleg, and he was swinging in that show. Yeah,
1: but like I, that was a he's nice also I mean, literally. I mean, the body types in that show were kind of all over the place, which is sure. great. And and which is even great, though yeah, and even though he had like a really nice body, it was he had thinning hair. It was, sure, there was a little bit of everything, and it totally worked. But I would well, love it's not to see Broadway that show. Bears. It's you know? not Broadway Bears. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I thought of something. So Gideon Glick... Oh, here we go. Was in Spider Man. <laughs> Oh, with Jen Damiano. Okay, who is in Next to Normal, off Broadway and on Broadway? No, off Broadway with Brian Darcy James. Oh my, who is in Shrek with Sutton Foster? Oh my, that was a curveball. Honestly, that was. But that's how you can do it with Sutton. Okay, here's one: Judy Kuhn. Do you know? Do you do? Do you know the path for this? I don't, but there's there's got to be one It's just around the riverbend.
0: Yeah, well, she was in fun. We got to start with fun home always. Um, and oh, they could probably oh, some. and she and Michael Service, mm-hmm. and then um, so and then um, let's think. I'm trying to connect, um, um, Kate Baldwin because she was in the ensemble of Millie. She was um, um hoofing it. She wasn't um, that. So then who was in, in Hello Dolly that was in something with Michael Cerberus? Um, I mean,
1: everybody. I mean, you also, I mean, you also have Gavin Krill in Hello Dolly, which is a more. Oh, which is oh also a, yeah.
0: But that's. You listen. That don't count none. I've already talked about Gavin. and
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Like who,
0: uh, who, who isn't talking about Gavin?
1: Uh, my I grandmother, I you. suppose. Um, Michael Cerberus he had he was in 20. well you also have you also have michael Cerverus in titanic with brian darcy james who was a Shrek with Sutton foster oh. everything comes back to brian you know darcy what james. everything comes back to Sutton foster and write it on a t-shirt yeah i i'm gonna put that on a t-shirt one second t-shirt yes we can put that on a t-shirt uh i would buy it i think you can sell that in disneyland or disney world honestly i'm gonna be selling it on um my new uh ASMR
0: web series. If you haven't checked it out at Broadway ASMR, you can find it on Instagram or YouTube. It's both hysterical and sensual. Uh, there, you know what? There has been some
1: sensual moments. There have been. You and Kyle Selig had some sensual moments, guys. Honestly, Kyle Seelig is. Oh, is it Seelig? Oh, it Selig. sorry, that's okay. Aaron um, Samuels.
0: He is one of the most. He's so sweet. We had a blast. Honestly, we keep there was so much footage. We kikied key for like. Far too long. And I was like, well, I can't put, like, all of this in there. But How dare someone that attractive be nice? I don't like that. I need, them to, I need them to be dicks. And also so game. Because that's the thing. I get these, I get some people in, like, situations where I'm like, okay, Kyle, so, like, now we're going to put on wigs. And um, we're going to, like, just brush them on a mic at Shetler yeah you know what i mean he had never been to shuttler before i was like oh honey
1: oh he's like, had a charmed life
0: oh, I, isn't it i was like well, well nola was here and he was mm-hmm. like because he was texting me before he's like wait where's shuttler and i was like you never you never been to shuttler i was like oh it's nola it's just nola too he's like i don't i don't know i was like no. you've never been
1: in- i gotta go just new 42nd street and telsey only That's- uh, I,
0: honestly i was like bless him bless he's you so in your beautiful heart yeah but yeah you know, we're basically, like, in love, so... Yeah, cool, 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 cool.
1: It, fuck your boyfriend. It's, uh, it's you and Kyle like now. Yeah, yeah, as, as it should be. As well as it should be, yes. Honestly. And I don't want to, you know, draw a comparison to myself, but just last week, John said that I was a Matt Doyle 5, so... Oh. Yeah. I mean... I I I said, listen, I'll take a, a Matt Doyle 5. Oh. I think I'm more of a Seth Rodesky 8, but, um no I, no but it's fine i i'm totally willing to be a, a five Oh yeah on a scale i mean matt, to matt doyle. doyle listen he is so dreamy mm-hmm. he's got a jawline that could cut leather
0: honestly like and the sweetest i'm i disagree dreamy.
1: with you on that because i've never met him but it's good for my ego if okay. i believe okay. that he's a dick okay thank you you can believe that i will choose to believe my fantasy you're the You're a I don't think we have any musicals coming in next season so far with an original score. No. I mean, we only have three announced right now, but like...
0: Well, and I'm curious to see about this new um, the future, uh, Back to the Future musical coming to the West End in 2020. Did you not hear about that? No. Yeah, there's a Back to the Future West End musical coming, and I don't know if it's going to be a jukebox or... Or if it's going to be original. I'm hoping original.
1: I would love it. Especially with like
0: Huey Lewis getting harder rock and roll. Because basically Back to the Future was all Huey Lewis music.
1: Yeah. Um, I would like for it to be original. But then again, it's also the West End. And it's such a crapshoot there with original content. I mean, listen.
0: John Miscavige, Hey, John. Um, We went and saw Half a Sixpence on the West End. (laughs)
1: Half a
0: Sixpence. Um, And listen, we wanted to leave in the first act. But like, guys. Charlie Stamp was mm-hmm. the lead.
1: And Lord have mercy. We had we had to stay for him. Oh yeah. God. He was so delightful in Dolly. I didn't um, get to see him in Dolly. I saw I saw the entire company and then with Bet and then with Donna, and then I went for Donna's last show.
0: She commented on one of my Broadway ASMR posts. No, <laughs> multiple. And she... so I DM'd her, guys. I DM'd Donna Murphy. Because she commented multiple. That's what times. DM stands for, doesn't yeah, it? I mean. Uh and I was like, well, if she's commented, like maybe she'll. But I was like, maybe she doesn't read the DMs because she' probably gets a lot. Yeah. but I was like, will you do this? Will you come on my humble Broadway ASMR show and like just quote center stage the entire time? You know what I mean? When you're here, you're home. Honey. I said, you don't put it here. They put it here.
1: I'm touching the bar center stage. I love Center Stage. You know who directed Center Stage? Nick Heitner, who directed My Favorite Carousel. You know who's not in Center Stage? Sutton Sutton Foster. Foster, But she should have been. She could have been. Oh, yeah. She could have been. Center Stage is the ballet world version of the Sutton Foster story. Minus the sleeping with the bad boy ballet dancer man.
0: Yeah, well as far as
1: we know like back I mean, in the exactly. day, so you know I, mean? I also love priscilla lopez as the dance instructor at bdc oh forget about the steps just dance, dance, dance shit yeah shit I, out of it. I was gonna dance that shit out of it i mean god uh, help me uh also like what choreographers like forget about the steps it's like no do my steps oh, yeah do my honey we're not well that they're like that's it's a, also a movie they all do the steps yeah oh god do they and You're they're like,
0: like wearing jazz pants with like
1: yeah Boxers. No, it's, it's the classic, like, smash or movie version of Broadway where it's like, here's the she music. Sing it right now, though you've never heard it before. And they start to sing, like, can we actually take this up to an F, uh, to F major? And like, I, sure. Sure. ba ba da ba I got it. Yeah. I just want to go in there with, like, a Michael John-Lacusa score and be like, can you play this in C-sharp and uh, see what would happen, like, in a movie world? I'm, listen, I'm, well, I'm, I'm I, even trolling Did I get movies. it? Uh, Michelle Rack? Michelle- Michelle Rack. Michelle Rack. Oh, Michelle Rack. Yeah. In what? Chorus Line? Well, it was in- In the documentary for doc- Chorus Line. Yeah, it, but
0: okay. No, I, re- I remember- Because cor- it's just like glorifying an audition. Remember when she stands at the callback and she's like, well, did I get it? I don't remember that. What?
1: I rem- I just remember her struggling really hard at her callback. And they were like, can you do what you did last time? Yeah, and she's, she's and- like, I don't
0: remember what yeah, I did last- she like goes, six months she go- ago. Yeah,
1: she goes into the camera. She's like, that was six months ago. I don't remember.
0: Well, um, she stands at the end of the thing, She goes, well, did I get it? I'm a big girl. I can
1: take it. Oh, my God. And then they come up on stage and they tell her she didn't get it. Yeah. And I love sure. her.
0: Have you seen her video, Single I'm Sass?
1: No. I did watch her that. I gotcha. Oh, uh-huh, come on. Uh-huh. I mean, no, and-
0: after this, you're going to watch her hit single. I'm sass. I'm coming through. I got no time for you. I've got an attitude.
1: OK, I'm looking that up. It's so good. I will. I will look that up. Great. I love the story. She ta- talks about that with Fosse when she was she was a s- ensemble understudying certain tracks. And I guess they had her do that. I Gotcha for like the first time on stage. And Gwen Verdon was in the audience. <gasps> they were like teching it or something. And they're like, you know, go full out because Gwen's here. And so she did it. And then Gwen Verdon says something along the lines of like, ah, I love her. 100% pure trash. Is that why she says that? Yeah, one hundred percent pure trash. Stop. But it was it was meant as a compliment because that's what that number requires. Well, of course, yeah. But I love that that's her catchphrase because you've yeah. seen that Jake Wilson video of oh yeah, Molly, where's Molly and she says
0: a hundred percent pure trash. Yeah,
1: that's I mean, <clears> Rochelle <throat> Rack is one of the first Broadway people to do trademarking and like have a I mean, brand forever forty one forever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bite the apple. Like, there's so many. She's really
1: she She's, really coined that. Yeah. She's she's the chorus girl who looked ahead, smart. There's there's the Sutton Fosters of the world who who get plucked from the chorus, and then there are the Rochelle Racks the, of the world who stay in the chorus but are like, I'm gonna make my territory as and listen, Peed I, all over this place. Oh, I and I that's that's a goal,
0: really, mm-hmm. isn't it? Like, I want to be the Rochelle Rack in the world. I don't know what I want to be yet. Stay tuned. I mean, Rochelle Rack, Jen Cody slash if Megan Sakura. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, David Sedaris and a lot You know who loves David Sedaris? Who? Matt Doyle.
1: Really? Yeah. He reads? Oh. He he reads? I don't, tr- oh, I don't in read. In my brain, Matt Doyle doesn't know words and he's very mean. So the fact that you're telling me that he's very nice with excellent... And taste educated. Of, and educated with excellent taste in literature makes me want to strangle you and then him.
0: I know. And he's a dog lover. You know? Oh, it's yeah. Just I've seen all...
1: that. I don't... So I... I'm the kind of old man on Instagram. That, like I only follow my friends and like people who follow sure. me back. I don't follow celebrities. I can't, um, but, uh, I get suggestions all the time and like certain Broadway actors stories pop up and like my suggestions and I'm like, sure, I'll look at it. So, um, I, and then at that point now they just always pop up. So like Matt Doyle and Erica Henningson pop up all the time. Uh, And it's it's for the most part all I get from Matt Doyle is that like he loves his dog and he loves his boyfriend. It's like fine, you're allowed. And then Erica Henningson like, and Erica Henningsen just like seems like such a sweetheart. I'm like, you're allowed, I guess. Yeah, I just don't like talented, beautiful people with success being nice as well. I want there to be something. I'm like, can you at least like have halitosis or acid reflux or like, can you? I don't know. Maybe like you didn't vote last election. Just like one thing. Just like give me one thing. Yeah, we all listen. You've got everything else. Yeah. And do they? I mean, in my mind. But it's also Instagram and that. (laughs) Honey, Instagram is all fake. Oh, yeah. If you look at my Instagram, it seems like I have all the money in the world because I'm seeing all the shows. You don't know the things I had to do for that ticket to all my sons. (laughs) You don't know what I. Listen. What I've been through, where I came from, what I had to do from where I was to where I'm at today. That's a good. You should write a song. I just did. Oh. I don't know. I I mean, that's the Howard Ashman in me that wants to write that you song. Know, yeah, 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 yeah. If I could be like an alive Howard Ashman mixed with uh, David Adaris and like, I don't know, maybe Taylor Trench, but also some like uh, Casey Nicola, and then some Jonathan Groff with like a pinch that's of a, Oprah.
0: That, ooh, you're like
1: hitting all the gamut. Yeah, right I want to, I, to quote Richard Moppy Jr., I want it all. Honestly, I can't top that. You I never have. <gasps>
0: <laughs> I can't that uh, we can't talk like that is it That's that honestly that you I give you so much praise for that John Wascavage was in the room for that by the he way fled. you He's were ca- in the room for the first time
1: ever John Wascavage went inside of me I to deliver I honestly felt like the ghost
0: of christmas is past <laughs> and John Wascavage in that that bottom top show uh, like, honey when baby you're the bottom you're the
1: bottom you're the bottom i mean listen it's not a Broadway breakdown podcast episode if we don't mention bottoms at least once and we mentioned newsies like three times and I said nothing Go so now we're, we're 100% gonna wrap this up now this was this has been too good uh Morgan thank you so much for coming hey, on thank you
0: so much you can this catch has more been so fun it
1: has been so much fun uh I look forward to seeing what I chopped out because we just we talked Honestly, for a long time. the tangents whatever whatever length this episode becomes just know folks that uh our original length was like 132 minutes um 132. It was an hour and 32 minutes wow <laughs> shit I don't Quick do math. math I don't do math uh, you can catch Morgan on all the social medias you're on Twitter uh, <laughs> you were on Twitter I don't tweet um, but, but you can there. catch me on Instagram my handle is thoroughly Morgan mm-hmm I mean And you also Which I mean you're Listen Brand recognition Thoroughly respective. Morgan
0: Which I could I cannot take credit for that My boyfriend thought of that So like bravo He's had Broadway Must you give him that I too I know Thoroughly Morgan Or Broadway ASMR mm-hmm. There's uh, gonna be some new stuff coming out I'm Take a look And get my uh, Sutton Foster single on Spotify or, or, iTunes. or iTunes It's called Thoroughly Modern There's something about Sutton Honestly it's a gag It's mm. a good time
1: now, Morgan, I hate to tell you this. Every episode, John and I close out with a Broadway diva. Okay. And we're trying not to repeat ourselves just yet. Okay. Because we're on episode 41 now. Great. I think. I think. Unfortunately, we have done Sutton. That's okay. We've done Donna Murphy. Okay. And we've done Who <laughs> Jen do you, Cody. What do you
0: do? You do an impression?
1: <laughs> no, like, we, I, I'm going to insert their vocals at the end of this. Oh, you know
0: what? I, I, you probably already did it, but my go-to, cheers, like when I'm cheersing at mm-hmm. happy hour... I cheers to Julia Murney we haven't done her yet Whoa, there we go come on Julia come on
1: Julia yeah 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 honestly to yeah. Julia Murney to Julia fucking Murney who's an alum of Stage <laughs> romance or my old theater camp
0: oh come on Julia we
1: both were sh- uh, were sharks when we had no reason to be sharks
0: oh Bless those
1: days. Bless those days where it was nothing but Jews. And they're like, but we do want to do West Side Story.
0: Honey, listen.
1: I also was Ching Ho <gasps> in Throwing <thoroughly> the Modern Village. <gasps> I know. It's bad. You know what? That's okay. It was 2007. It was, a, it was six. It was, a, it was a simpler time. That, yeah, So much
0: simpler time. Mm-hmm. We're
1: learning. Yep. We're growing. Um, in the meanwhile, as you learn and grow and stretch yourself for Andrew Reynolds. Uh, or any newsie uh, Tour or Broadway. N- you don't need to stretch yourself for a newsie. Well, I mean, I guess some, maybe secretly. I don't know. I would say 75% of them. You would know better than I. Um, yeah. Yes, you would. Yeah, sure would. Yeah, yeah. You've seen things in this world. Been
0: there. I said, honey. Huh? Nate. I can't I right? uh, want you know what you I I I was gonna do a catholic. I
1: look forward though. I look forward to your one man show tell all. I think it'll be a, exceptional. It's gonna be uh newsies I did. It's gonna be the called, Morgan Reynolds
0: <laughs> I did some newsies, quick character work. That's the tagline, <laughs> quick character
1: work. In the meantime, everybody, that's my vocal exercise for the day. Um mean. I am Matt Koplik. Hey, I'm Morgan Reynolds. That no. was so That good. was so, that. that was very Hillary Duff. Thank I love no, cutting that shit. <laughs> uh, and this is Julia Murney. Thank you for tuning into Broadway Breakdown. We'll see you next time. Bye. You walk the plank.
0: You've got me to thank. Let's <laughs> raise the rose.